We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning and welcome to the DraftKings Fantasy Soccer Show, brought to you by Rotowire, of course. Um, I'm already mixing up my words here, 9 a.m. for me, middle of the day for Ryan. He said he has to be quiet, his baby is sleeping upstairs, so uh, I'll try and repeat anything he says quietly, but no, it shouldn't be a problem. Ryan, how you doing? I think uh, uh, based off yesterday, uh, you didn't have positive thoughts from yesterday. I want to ask you, though, did you end up rostering Mark Cucurella? No, man, which okay. which helped, um, but it wasn't enough. And I, I even uh, I played a lot of Zaha, too. I even played Zaha in the in the big in the 275. But uh, and I faded Cucurella. But, yep, still didn't do well. Man, I hate Chelsea slates. I, I really hate Chelsea slates. And, and when you add like James Ward Prowson, that's. It's not a coincidence that those are my worst slates. So, I mean, for, you know, I said this a bunch of times last year. So going forward, you know, people should pretty much not listen to me with these challenges. (laughs) do the opposite, but uh, I'm going to come with a little, a little bit different, a little bit different strategies somehow for the next Chelsea slate. There's just, you know, there's, there's, it's been about two years now and there's, there's no rhyme or reason to uh, a lot of things that happen. I mean, they're, they're very unpredictable. So yeah, anyways, this slate, um, this slate is kind of interesting. I mean, obviously, you know, we got Man City. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll let you break it down. We got Man City monster favorites and a huge implied goal total. I think I looked at these odds last night. I feel like Manchester City clean sheet was like 53%. And the other teams maybe were Arsenal, Liverpool were above 40. But now I'm seeing here Manchester City clean sheet is now getting closer to 59%, which is Bournemouth levels. I believe they were 60% against Bournemouth a couple weeks ago. And we have Liverpool and Arsenal. Arsenal's implied goal total 1.95. Something I think also has changed because I believe they were above two implied goals yesterday. So now we have Liverpool at 2.34, Manchester City 2.91. We got the three big favorites, Tottenham. Then we have Tottenham at West Ham, favored, uh, 46% chance. Wolverhampton at Bournemouth, who just sacked 
Scott Parker yesterday, so that's another thing we're dealing with, and they are forty percent favorite. Uh, that that implied goal total in that match is two point four seven, and I think based off that implied goal total, we're gonna. I think we're gonna talk a little bit about that match because those players are pretty cheap. Uh, Wolves players are extremely cheap. Definitely gonna talk about a Bournemouth player, at least one Bournemouth player who is cheap as well. So we got the three big favorites and. We kind of saw the slate a couple, or I guess it was over the weekend, right? And Liverpool won 9-0. Manchester City got four goals against Crystal Palace. Um, I'm not, can't remember what the third team was, but so what are your initial thoughts here? You're, yeah. I guess let's just start in cash games. So, so yeah, cash games, at least, cash games I think is relatively easy. Uh, at least the you know, the, the type of construction you're going to go with, we'll break it down. But I mean, City are such big favorites. So like just without looking at any of the other games, you know, it seems like a pretty good idea to get as much City as you can. Um, like looking at some of the other games, Tottenham and West Ham, um, there's no there's no cash options in that game. Would, would you agree with me? I mean, Sun's been playing 70 minutes, you know, West Ham, definitely not West Ham players. I mean, they've been a nightmare for as far as like floor points are concerned. Um, then so Liverpool, Newcastle, um, you know, Trent, uh, Alexander Arnold and Robertson, their options. So we have some options there. Um, Arsenal, Aston Villa. Um Really, the only option that I see, the only possible option is, would be Saka because he's, you know, cheaper than we've ever seen him. But, you know, I don't want to gloss over Martinelli, you know, depending, you might be able to get to Martinelli. You know, he's been he's been showing a really high floor, half the set. So I shouldn't say that. Martinelli's definitely, you know, he's in the conversation, maybe. Okay, so two players from Arsenal. Um, then that Bournemouth Wolves game you mentioned. Yeah, definitely there. Like Bournemouth is really cheap and. Tavernier or whoever is going to have sets so I mean these other games just there's not much from them like we got Bournemouth and we got Liverpool defenders so you pretty much just go there and then get as much city uh who who those city players are I mean that might decide whether you cash or not mystery that's the mystery um I don't know you know I'm still I'm, I'm not sure that you know I don't know what goes on in the cash streets these days, but I mean, is everyone just going to jam city? I don't know. It seems like maybe, maybe, maybe not everyone will when, when this is probably a spot to do it. Did you play cash yesterday? I couldn't find your lineup, man. I'm glad you brought that up because we don't have to say I'm undefeated in cash anymore. Yeah, I did. I did play cash yesterday and I just, you know, I, I put a horrible lineup in to be honest with you. Okay. I yesterday was, uh, was it was just like a weird cash day. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I put a horrible lineup, and I think I made some good decisions. I but you know I was more focused on GPPs, and then like I ended up only having a half hour to try to hand build lineups because of the staggered start time. So like I wasn't thinking about cash at all, and like it was a weird slate because maybe we should have talked about it a little, but like there ended up being no good defenders. Like I thought no defenders that I wanted to play, like not one on the whole slate. So. I was having trouble there. You know, I couldn't decide which Chelsea guy to go. I don't know. That, that, that slate was a nightmare. But um, I guess the reason I, got... I, I played the reason I said I played a terrible cash lineup is because uh, I played Kai Havertz. But then I saw that like Saramac and a couple other people did as well. I, you know, I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I don't have to uh, be obnoxious and say that I'm undefeated in cash anymore. All right. 
Yeah, I had this, I actually, I randomly fell onto Pascal's strike yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm noticing now that he was 6%. He ended up with 11 points. I ended up That on must him. have been huge. Yeah, I ended up on him because I also had Kirshensen. I had Meslier was my goalkeeper. So I was like, okay, strike strike is in. Um, I also had the Harrison Harrison and Aronson combo. Yeah, that's, oh, that was nice. Well. That was nice. And I went with, you know, the, the options we talked about. Pascal Gross was up near 70% in cash games. And Eze, who was not as popular because of Elise. That, somehow what, that lineup works. What, do you know with, what, what – do you know what Gross and Eze finished with? They were both eight points, eight point one. Yeah, 8. See, so so that's annoying. You know, like I said, it. You know, I didn't think I didn't like Gross. I didn't love Eze. Like I didn't. I thought it was a mistake to probably do that. And then we got some different lineups. I ended up playing Olise, uh, who did okay. Uh, I don't know. He scored like eleven or twelve. Um, well, it oh, was just a weird slip. Yeah, I didn't end up. You know, I I mentioned I mentioned in the Discord. Harrison's just a guy that I've been under on for a while and i know like people like him and i think it helped that everton scored early but yeah he did well um i, I played aronson but yeah anyways on to uh, on to this slate okay Cucurella, at, though, oh since we, since we went back to it yeah um, um, well i'm actually looking at back at saturday when we had we had the big favorites so just looking at some things a taa above 80 percent robertson only 26 percent in that game, Foden, 34%. De Bruyne, near 70%. Uh, Luis Diaz, 20%. Like, that was when Fabinho was 3,400, so he was 41%. Uh, I'm seeing here in, like, uh, I think this was a $10 double up, single entry. Holland was 11.4%, so there you go. And he was only 9,700 then. So I think yeah. that's pretty relevant here. Um, um, I think he would be more popular. I think he okay. will be more popular this time. Sala, 60% at 10.2K. Okay, so. well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? I'd expect Holland, Holland if he starts to be, you know, 50% this time. Yeah, yeah. Alisson, 26%. You stuck in Mares at 6.1%. That was, that, I, I mean, that, I hated that play, by the way. And it, <laughs> it just, like, didn't even matter. And it was your worst one. So, yeah, just looking ba based off that, uh, so we have the question. We have to get to this question of Holland or Alvarez. So if Holland starts at 11.2K, do you think he's going to be popular in cash games? I think he's still going to be – like, why wouldn't people st just go to Salah for whatever he is, 1K cheaper uh, when Holland is 1K more? Do you just think of the matchups or – I mean, if you're just asking me, uh, there's no way I would play Salah over Holland. No, okay. I would. I mean, look at the goal odds. Minus three thirty is outrageous. I mean, it's outrageous. You'd be, I, I, like, Holland to score two goals must be a favorite, right? I mean, he was probably minus three fifty against Bournemouth. So I, I mean, I don't that. care what he was against Bournemouth. I mean, um, I just could never play Salah over Holland. I do think he he will be relatively popular. Like, if he starts and if KDB starts. I don't see like you just go KDB, Holland, Trent Alexander Arnold, and cheap Bournemouth value. I mean, that's what I would do. Um yeah, I don't know. Maybe you you don't sound like you wanna play him. Like you, I know like pay, this it's a crazy price to pay for a center forward in, in cash. Like I don't think it's necessary. Right. You could play like you could play Foden and Bernardo Silva or whoever the other two 
uh, Man City players are, that that might be even better. Mm -hmm. I think it's just too much because when if you get Holland in your team, that's basically saying you don't want De Bruyne, or no. or you want or your like your second defender is someone cheaper, right? Like, are you actually fitting De Bruyne, Holland, TAA, and Robertson in your lineup? Yeah, no, no, definitely not Robertson. Okay, yeah. So you're you've got to spend down at your second defender. Yeah, definitely because Robertson, um, you know, going sixty nine minutes again and sixty three minutes, and this matchup against Newcastle is not like some smash spot or something. I mean, Robertson, he, he's a good play. Like I'd like to have him, but I don't know. Like I want to get as much city as possible, and I think I'd be okay sacrificing Robertson. Okay. Okay, and then the other, the other point part of this is that if Julian Alvarez starts, you got to think he's going to be over fifty percent uh, in cash games, right? I mean, fifty nine hundred starting I mean, forward. He should be a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. He, it, like if you if Julian Alvarez starts, he's 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 like almost in before TAA just because of the price. Mm -hmm. He's got to be the first guy in, I think. Right. I mean, it's minus one seventy, which is. Uh, I'm not sure what to compare that to when he's 5,900. There is I mean, no comparison. Yeah, like, look at the prices on City, and he is like by far cheaper than everyone. I mean, he's the same price as Rodri. <laughs> that that explains everything. So yeah, so like yeah, you do, he, if he starts like he's the first one in, even for cash. Yeah. So if you aren't going to Holland. And he starts. We have Foden at eighty seven hundred, Bernardo Silva at eighty four hundred, Mares eighty three hundred. So I said this over the weekend, but I didn't think Mares was going to start. That being the case, I don't think Mares is going to start again because he he doesn't usually start a lot of back to backs on short weeks. And if that happens, Bernardo Silva could play in a front three again, which I think is relevant. He started in the front three a week and a half ago, I want to say. But he's up there at 8,400. That does seem kind of expensive for him. But would either of those guys be in consideration for cash games? I guess Foden so. more so. I, yeah, I think so. And okay. I, I haven't been a Bernardo Silva guy in the past. But starting in the front three, yeah. And, you know, pretty good price tag. Like, I would want to play. You know, it's it's just about getting the exposure exposure to City. I mean, this isn't like as good of a matchup as Bournemouth, but you know, all of the attackers just the, their floors are they have much higher floors than usual. City just dominate these games so much and have all the possession and create all the chances. Yeah, it's uh not again, I mean, Forest have played well at times, but I, I think some of that is just based off you know the home crowd back in the Premier League, like. I think that goes into some of it. And on the other end of that, Bournemouth have looked noticeably worse than Nottingham Forest, but I'm, I'm not sure how much that matters against Manchester City. So, Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it matters. Like, City are just too good. They, right. they really are. They're just too good. They're, I mean, they're that much better than everybody else. Yeah, I mean, Forest are another team who, you know, they added 18 players or whatever. So we're going to see rotation – from them and it's like have how much of these guys even played together we also have that to deal with so just let's just go down the forward list jared bowen 7700 he's definitely off the table for me 
Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever he did on Sunday, he put up 6.1 points. West Ham are just struggling overall in general to, to score. Um, yeah, I mean, just for cash games, it like you said, it's kind of you got these Man City guys. You probably want those guys over the Liverpool guys. But uh, as we're going to comment here, I do agree that, you know, Newcastle are dealing with some injuries like Bruno's not going to be there in the midfield and having, you know, long staff in the midfield over Bruno is not the same thing. And then you also have injuries. Mm-hmm. Same uh, Max. There. Yeah, St. Maximin, probably not ready to play. Callum Wilson, we know he's out. Um, so this might be Trippier a spot might where not Newcastle start. just – Newcastle, they might just sort of give up here. Right, just accept defeat kind of thing. So, I mean, we could look at the lineup, and if something weird is out there, like if Trippier is not starting as well, that kind of a thing, then maybe yeah. you can, you can uh, convince yourself to go Liverpool in cash games kind of a thing, but – I mean, yeah, you know, like not in cash games, but you, 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 those are good points for for tournaments. Like, how does Salah feel? How does Salah feel after Liverpool scored nine and he didn't even get an assist, much less a goal? I mean, how crazy was that? Um, yeah, that this could good. be could be a better spot. Like, with if Newcastle's not at full strength, yeah, they, they're going to struggle in this spot. So you mentioned Saka, seventy one hundred. He's kind of intriguing, a decent matchup, but not an overly great matchup, I guess. This isn't Nottingham Forest. Like Aston Villa, even though they've struggled to start the season, they're still a real team. <laughs> a real right. team. But they're still a real team. Um, so I think if you don't go with like the Man City guys, it's almost like you just kinda go down. You kinda dinky down here. Um, who else is down here? Then we get to the Wolves guys. I guess that's what it comes to, right? We're looking at the Wolves guys here. Rel Hemenez, like, fifty one hundred. Yeah, uh, I still I don't know if I. Uh, yeah, Plus I don't know. Sixty I, to score. Yeah, it's okay. Like it's okay. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Who Who else is down here? Well, you like, got you got all those Wolves guys. So whoever starts, you got. I mean, I don't want to use Heat Chan and Cash, but. No, it's a slight chance. Triori starts. We have Joel Inton at four. I mean, you could definitely use Triore. I just Jimenez. I don't know. Like, if it was, if it was, if they were playing literally anyone in the Premier League besides Bournemouth, I don't think you could use. You, then you use wouldn't him. use him. I mean, I mean, he doesn't have a floor, but like, man, man, how bad are Bournemouth? I mean, the squad is really bad. Like, they just they have no chance. So. I don't know if you if yeah if you think Wolves are gonna you know score a few goals then it, then it's fine but it's it's still it's still a bit risky. Um, yeah, I you know you know it might be better to to not play Holland and and play Foden and uh, Bernardo Silva slash Mares. I mean they're the same price, so whoever starts it doesn't matter. It's almost like um, if you start if you have Holland if you have De Bruyne if you have TAA it's almost like you have to almost punt at both forward and second defender, right? Yeah. Yeah. You do. If you play all three of those guys, so you would need a punt, you know? So I, I guess I shouldn't, you know, if, if Raul Jimenez isn't, uh, is it, like, if he's the only one, maybe I would maybe do it. I, I don't love it, but there's got, you know, someone else will pop up. There's going to be rotation. Right. Right. But I, yeah, I don't know who I'm like, like, uh, like a Jaden Anthony. I don't know, you know, like, 
someone like that, 4K, took some set pieces, like just someone that has a floor. I don't know. It, it can kind of be anyone. If like, I don't know. If City start, if City started Holland and KDB, I would want both of them, and I would want Trent. So I would try to make it work. But I don't know. I think that if we don't get too much, I mean, we'll see what happens. But if Jimenez is starting, I think people will look at Bournemouth. They'll look at Jimenez's goal odds. They'll see him at 5,100. I think he'll get plenty of consideration just because there isn't really someone that stands out cheaper than him. Yeah. You, I mean, you look at the other side, like Kiefer Moore or Solanke or maybe, something Yeah, like maybe that, it's, but... more, it's more okay than I thought. Because as I said, I mean, it's you go. There's not much below him, and then whatever is above him, like you're you're looking at. I guess obviously Julian Alvarez up here, but it's there's not much even. Yeah, in you know, the maybe you don't range, play. So maybe you don't play both both of Holland and KDB. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're sacrificing too much if there's not enough punts. But I don't know. You might be able to. You see, we might have enough value from from Bournemouth. Depends on the lineups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, just for just for tournaments, would you would you want to stack two of these forwards, two Liverpool forwards, two Man City forwards, kind of a thing, or go with one of those guys and then hope for, and then go for a cheaper goal, kind of a thing, or I guess two Arsenal guys too. I guess that's technically in play. Yeah, no, yeah, I think for GPPs. GPPs is yeah, GPPs is tough this week. I think um, one strategy would be to stack Liverpool or to stack Arsenal. Um, people just aren't going to do that, and both of those teams are capable of scoring five. Um, even Arsenal, like you know, the reason I mentioned, like yeah, Saka's cheap, and you know, you mentioned Villa. Villa aren't you know Villa are a decent team, or they're you know it's not. It's not one of these matchups against Forest or Bournemouth, but this Arsenal team is better now, and they're they're playing well. So, like they, yeah, oh, they can put they they can score goals in bunches, uh, especially at home against Villa. So, yeah, stacking them. Um, I think City too, though. You can just stack City and like go for you know try to get a little different, a low lower own goal from somewhere. I mean. No one is going to play this this Tottenham West Ham game. Like, and just one player from that game. I don't want to, you know, I'm not the type to to stack to stack that game up or anything. Maybe maybe the guys that play 150 lineups do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, these, you know, uh, okay. So like a common build and like an easy build, you can just stack City and play like go for a cheap goal in the Bournemouth Wolves game. You know, I mean, you just mentioned the Wolves have cheap forwards. Well, everyone on Bournemouth is cheap. So, I mean, Kiefer Moore could score. Solanke could score. I mean, so I feel like that'll be a relatively popular thing to do. You know, play a couple Bournemouth guys and a lot of City guys. So, really, anything different than that, and, you you know, you're not going to have a problem getting leverage. Yeah, I went back to Saturday slate. It was the third match. The third favorite was Chelsea home against Leicester City, and they were not popular. So I think I think Aston Villa is going to go into that spot of just being a not popular team. Uh, there's a chance they, you know, they don't live Arsenal. Up to the you mean, yeah. Arsenal? Sorry, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, remember the first slate of the season was 
the first slate of the season was relatively similar and nobody played uh, Gabriel Jesus. And I think he scored 50 fantasy points or something. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I'm just trying to think of all these games. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, it was yeah. that, it was that city city Bournemouth, right. And Arsenal, or maybe that was the second slate. I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, those, those Arsenal guys are going to go under owned and, you know, all, all of their attacking four uh, can put up 25 points. Like we've already seen it from everybody except Saka. And, you know, of course Saka can do it. Yeah. We also have the rotation possibilities. It seems like whenever Smith Rowe, or at least last season, whenever Smith Rowe stepped onto the pitch, he was fine in the back of the net. Uh, there's a chance he starts. I think also like if, uh, Lokanga starts in the midfield there. It's just a different midfield for Arsenal. I know they're playing well, but yeah, no, you're you know, right. You so, know, you lose party, you lose El Nani. Like that's kind of hurts them a little bit. So I, I do want to point that out. Yep, losing party. Yeah, that that's a loss. You know, they, if they don't control the midfield as much like that. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of the move in forward. Like you could. There's, I mean, there's a ton of guys. There's five games. There's a ton of guys who are going to be, you know, sub 10%. So, like, there's a chance Richarlison starts. Like, you got Goncalo Gedesh is 8,000, which is 3,000 more than his teammates. Like, you have these spots where, I mean, you could see a guy like Gedesh, like, you know, getting on the score sheet a couple times if Bournemouth are still really bad uh, without Scott Parker kind of a thing. So, I mean, there's guys that – a ton of guys where you can this, see yeah, them yeah. scoring. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. No, this is an interesting question in the chat right here. Um, do you prefer Gunduan or Saka? They're the same price. I feel like you would get, I feel like if you asked the DraftKings soccer players, you would get a lot of different answers for this question and just, just well, go, ahead and take only... a, go ahead, go ahead and take a, take a look at their goal scoring odds quickly. This is only for midfield because Gunduan is not forward eligible. Right, just in general. I mean, who do you prefer, you know? Who's going to score more points? They're exactly the same. So Right, same, same goal scoring odds, you know? So I, 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 you'd get a lot of – I think you'd get different answers if, from some of the better better players. If it's midfield, I'd go Gunduan just because well, of the matchup. What does it matter? Well, Gunduan's midfield only. Right, but you can play Saka there too. Well, obviously, when you're, it's just forward. When you're considering Saka at forward, you can't consider Gunduan, is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, but I mean, I, yeah, okay, I don't know that that necessarily matters. Um, We're talking forwards here. I think he's just talking. Who does he? Who do you prefer? This is what. Who's gonna win you? Who's gonna win you ten thousand dollars? Gunduan or Saka? Uh, Gunduan is. Actually, no, yeah. maybe Saka. He's not going to be... Wait, who's going to be more popular? I don't know. This question is too difficult. Told you it's a tough question. <laughs> if you're asking me, I mean, definitely Saka. And I will mm-hmm. have more Saka on Sunday, assuming they both start. I would even yeah. play... I mean, in cash, in cash, I guess, I guess it's close, but I'd, st- I'd still play Saka over Gunduan in cash. Okay. Just because... Yeah, he's got a better floor. He takes sets and utility spot. Yeah, he's got a better floor. He takes sets. And we still... Hold on. Did, have Arsenal got a penalty yet this season? Because Saka took the last penalty. 
in, in preseason. Just, I don't, you know, so. I don't know. If, I can't think off the top of my head if they've had one yet. Maybe Martinelli made one. I don't, I don't remember. I have to take a look at that. But anyways, uh, I would slightly prefer Saka. But obviously, if, you, if you're just loading City and want Gunduan as part of the stack, that's fine too. That's why I said you'll, you get a lot of different answers for that question. No PKs, but yeah, no PKs in tournament. Yet. So look, Saka Saka took the last PK. I don't I don't know though, but other guys also took them uh, during the summer. So I don't know. In tournaments, I would say Saka as well, just because he's going to be less popular. That's just what we mentioned. The Arsenal guys are just going to be less popular in general. And again, so like think- here's something like I could be wrong about this. You know, this is I guess sort of opinion type stuff, but. I think Saka is more likely to score two goals. And I mean, I mean, when for 7K, you're still looking for two goals in tournaments. I mean, you want guys with ceilings. I'm not saying Gundogan doesn't have a ceiling. We've seen him do that too, and he gets multiple assists, of course. Um, just my opinion. Yeah, someone is commenting that I think Gundogan averages 45 minutes versus 85 minutes for Saka, which that's you know, definitely like, definitely something to consider as well. well. That's, I don't I don't think it is. He's averaging when Gundogan came off the bench. Right, not this season, not this season. I w- I mean this season plus all of last season. Okay, okay. All right. I mean, so Saka rare, rarely ever came off before 80 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Saka definitely is like a a favorite of the club. He's not. He's not going to be coming off unless it's like a three nil result, and at that point mm-hmm. he could have a goal Pretty much. assist. So, pretty much. Midfielders, we got De Bruyne here, ten point four k. You you said last show, uh, three weeks ago you said don't play him. Last show you said or Saturday show you said you almost always play him. So, I think De Bruyne, ten point four k, home against Nottingham Forest. Uh, what the third best odds probably of any starters to score plus 100 you got to think that he is 60 percent cash games 70 percent cash games or is that is that too high doesn't seem too high to me okay. yeah right like you, he's got to be one of the first guys in I, I i wouldn't fade him i don't know would you like not in cash games there's not in cash games there's no tournaments, reason tournaments to. tournaments is definitely a different story just strictly for cash games I just don't see how you can. Yeah, I mean, we there's always a chance that he doesn't make of the course. score sheet. He has of course. no goals and one assist in the last two games. City have seven goals from those games. I mean, there's always a chance that, which is why it's fine to not use him in tournaments because right, right. Obviously, there's, there could be Gunwan could get a brace, Silva could get a right. brace, anyone else could get a brace on Man City. So, and we've seen many times, you know, City have four goals in the 60th minute and De Bruyne gets subbed with 10 floor points that happens all the time. So, you know, it didn't happen much last year. Um, but you know, uh, that, that does happen. Um, so yeah, for tournaments, you can fade him for cash games. I don't think you can. So you go down the list. It's kind of, it's like a, it's a weird slate where you got De Bruyne and then it's like, who else do you want? The, a lot of these other guys are forward eligible, so I'm not sure you're going to be using them in midfield, uh, depending on the situation. Like, you have Pedro Neto at 7,500, which I'm not sure you want need to or should want to spend on him right He really here. disappointed me last weekend. But, yeah, yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can do that on this slate. <clears throat> I mean, a split of sets at 
at Bournemouth, like, 7,500. It's, it's, it's a great matchup. So I just – I think it's a better tournament play. Mm. Um, you keep um, going down. You got Odegaard here, not a cash play. Mm-hmm. Harvey Elliott is slowly getting up there in price, 6,100. So he's kind of – he's almost reaching like this cutoff here of – Yeah. Do just you want him at 6,100? Like, uh, he yeah, went off no, – too much, too much uncertainty at that price for cash. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a good tournament play because he's got upside. Yeah, he went off at half because he had a minor issue that was precautionary, and if it was a close match, he would have kept playing. According to Clark. that was pretty. That was that was pretty annoying too. That, I mean, that was pretty annoying for me. But <laughs> right, yeah, I I had him a lot. I mean, yeah, I that was a. 20k difference and the winning lineup didn't have harvey elliott that's the one i lost by like point point four or something anyways so going down rodri and mcginn are the same price uh these are not cash plays there's a chance if cole there's a chance i think in coming matches cole palmer could start uh that'll mix some things up pep recently pointed him out is the only reason i think that's a possibility so Something to look at. Just another Man City player that's cheaper at fifty six hundred. I think he usually plays in the front three, but we'll we'll see if that actually happens. What else do we got in cash yeah. games? It's kind of it's like De Bruyne, and then you kind of go down. You have to go down to like five k and cheaper almost, right? Right. I think uh, you know since since you need all this money for for City. You just got to play Tavernier uh, for Bournemouth, Marcus Tavernier, right? He takes. Uh, majority of sets um and you know okay Bournemouth have just played against City Arsenal and Liverpool I mean that's a just that's an absolute nightmare so I mean these guys you know while Bournemouth isn't good they're not quite that bad and these guys are priced too cheaply so like Tavernier Tavernier starts he's just a lock in cash games it's just too cheap I mean yeah, did you watch kitchen kits and wagers we had earlier in the week? I, I made the same argument for for Bournemouth here. Yeah, you, what you you giving them a you giving them hope in this in this match? Well, yeah, it's just like they played three of the best teams in the league back to back to back. Like, how much can we I agree? Put in I mean, this? this is this is the the time to show up, right? I mean, and they're not that bad back at home. Obviously, I'm worried that Scott Parker's gone, but yeah. Is that good or bad? You know, probably good. I don't know about for this this specific right. match. Yeah, uh, two days later after his his sacking. So this guy uh, is, ra- is no, sorry, is uh, Neves. I ran over Ruben Neves, but yeah. he's fifty seven hundred. I'm not sure about cash games. I mean, he's why is he more expensive than Jimenez? Uh, just because like he's going to take a shot from thirty yards out? Probably not a cash move. So I, I'd play him under five k, but right here at fifty seven hundred. Yeah, I think it's. I don't think it's a cash move, a better tournament move, because you know he's been taking uh, those direct free kicks and he scored with one recently, and he might, um, he might have pens. To be honest, I'm not sure. Is it him or Jimenez? I know Neves was taking them without Jimenez. I'd assume it's Jimenez. Yeah, um, but anyways, still a, a better t- tournament play than mm-hmm. yeah, not for cash. I mean, you just, you just got to go down and play Taver- Tavernier. Uh, it's almost like there's only two options in cash. It's like De Bruyne and Tavernier here. Tavernier, whatever. Tavernier. I don't know. I get confused. I, I guess we could also look at other Wolves guys here if you need to save more money. Like Matinho's 4000 
Uh, Matthias Nunez is 4,300. Like you have these Wolves guys, I guess if you need to save another couple hundred, you got Wolves guys who are favored. Uh, so that's, that's there if you want it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right though. Like, you know, Nunez being 1400 cheaper than Neves, like Nunez would be okay for cash. Like, you know, like if you needed a punt for, for that price, he plays 90 minutes and it's a great matchup. Um, I just, you know, what's, what's more important is the price on this slate. So you're looking for <laughs> what Marco, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not undefeated in cash anymore. Marco, thank you. you missed the thank beginning of the show. I am a cash donkey. So last slate, we talked heavily about Fabinho. Do we look at, I mean, I assume people are going to be looking at those Liverpool midfielders again, because they're down here. Henderson's 3,600. I think he's more likely to be subbed off early, but you got Fabinho now at 3,500. You got to assume guys are going to be considering those midfielders just because of how cheap they are, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was considering, yeah, I was considering myself and I didn't love it, to be honest. I don't know, but like... This is only cash, right? You're not playing these guys in tournaments. No, no. Yeah, I was looking for, you know, is there anyone in the low 3K range that I could punt? Fabinho, yeah, I don't, I don't love it. Um, I don't know, like, uh, if, if Ryan Christie started, uh, for 3,300, I'd, I'd be willing to do that. Um, but to be honest, like, I don't think Fabinho is better than any of these other guys, really. Not in this, this match. It's not like only about the price, only about the price. Yeah, right. It's only about the price. Right. So I just like, yeah, Fabinho's fine, but someone else is fine too. If you want someone else. I, one thing point comes out to me here, uh, not a cash move, just something this Elliot Anderson for Newcastle has played pretty well for them. There's a chance he starts. He's a young guy. I know he's only played six minutes in the Premier League, but he played. He, I think he started in their cup match, played pretty well. Uh, just someone here, 3,100. We've seen Liverpool allow goals. So just like some sneaky thing that no one's going to consider. Uh, he, I think he deserves a 10-second shout, so there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does <laughs> anything else stand out in, in midfield? Down here? No, not really, but like, like just so in So what do you general? think in turn – for tournaments, like we, we discussed pretty heavily cash games, De Bruyne, Tavernier. What what do we want in tournaments here? It's, I guess it's kind of the same conversation what we had because a lot of these guys are midfield forward eligible, right? Yeah. Um, so no, sorry. Say say that again. I was I was reading I was reading this guy's question. Say say that again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can get to that. So he he's asking about you ended with Liverpool stacks and faded Manchester city, but I think I can answer that. Like Manchester city were against crystal palace and Liverpool were against Bournemouth. And I think we both thought Liverpool had better chance to, you know, go off and score right, nine goals. Right. So I absolutely love, like love those slates. I love that spot. And it like turned out it's because yeah, like, you know, it's easy to say now because the results showed it, but yeah, those spots, those spots to me are like quite different. That was an unbelievable spot for Liverpool at home, like needing to bounce back. Uh, City were playing against a better team. And then not only that is what happens is people think it's like an equal spot kind of. So like the ownership is like equal. 
where like, yeah, I think you're, you're looking for those spots. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. I had 92% Roberto Firmino and he was 15% owned. So like we, we and I had a hundred percent TAA. So right there, like 97% of my lineup started with 90 points and, you know, just off and running, but yeah, do I see any similarities today? I mean, yeah, kind of like city should just smash here. That's why it's so hard to avoid them in cash, but like, that's why, you know, these city slates have been a nightmare. They're a bit different now because of Holland. We don't know if Holland's going to start again. Like when lineups come out, uh, you know, the slate changes a lot, but yeah, I guess, I don't know. Chime it, chime in. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, you have some similarities, but the difference is that like people are are already glued to Manchester City. Right, like you always think that about City. So like that, that was different because like this was playing someone instead of City or like right. in a better spot than City. That's rare. I mean, City are in these spots all the time, you know, against a weaker team. Now yeah, City are is, in the spot. This is different. This is this this to answer your question is more similar to the I forget it was the first or second slate we brought it up where uh Gabriel G- Jesus scored 50 points or whatever pretty much no one played him uh he won uh Jordan a king of the pitch ticket um so yeah you this is where you're looking for a hat trick from one of these other guys so yeah you know from one of these other guys that isn't going to get as much ownership so whether that's the Arsenal guys whether that's Liverpool not counting Salah so maybe other Liverpool guys or whether you really want to go crazy and play like Harry Kane or Son or like this guy said Kulisevsky, I wouldn't call it crazy. Those guys aren't going to be owned. Like it's it's something that I'm not really going to do. But you know that that's an option. Like that's the way the, the way to, the way to win these slates is with like a low owned brace or or a low owned hat trick, and then with the right city guys. At least that's that's what I've done in the past. Of course, you know Jordan would talk about stacking Arsenal or stacking Liverpool, and you know. Maybe City only score two goals and Liverpool or Arsenal score five. That happens too. You know, you can you can go about it a few different ways. Yeah, I think even I mean even in that Liverpool slate, I think it was I, I must have had Foden and De Bruyne. Like neither one of those guys went off, but like I was still basically you know in the cash in line to to win in cash. And then I, I already mentioned I went Ederson over Alisson, but. Sorry, I, sorry. I just want to say something that can maybe help some people out. So sure. about how I was evaluating that Liverpool slate. So I thought they were going to smash. So did you. So did a lot of people. You know, we didn't think nine goals, but we thought four or five. OK, so you look at the forwards in that game. Salah was, you know, over 10K, right? Uh, Diaz, 81 and Firmino, 71. So not only is Firmino incredibly cheap. But he's going to be lower owned. So to me, that, that's like crazy. Like, that's crazy because, you know, it, in a way, I think of it as like all three of them have very similar odds to be the highest scoring, you know, one of the three. Like, yeah, it's Salah, like for the most part, of course, like he's going to do it maybe a little bit more often. But when you combine ownership in, that's what makes Firmino an unbelievable play at like 15% when he has a very similar uh, chance to hit a ceiling as Saha as Salah or like a, you know, an easy path to beat him when there's going to be a lot of goals. So that was what I was thinking with the with the high ownership on Firmino in that spot. 
Yeah, it's almost like if Holland starts that you can actually just take that route with like Foden and Bernardo Silva because you know people are going to go Holland. So right, like just a, go with the other city guys right, instead. Right. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a good glad you brought that up. That's a I mean, good that's way what, to stack. A good way to stack city for tournaments would be to stack them without Holland if if he started. That's what we saw against Bournemouth. They went 4-0. Holland, I don't think made the score sheet kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we just saw yeah, it, so obviously it's possible. That's what happened. I played I played like 90% Holland and 10% KDB and lost all my money. All right, there you go. So <laughs> what I said before this was, is like the, the tournament move just similar to forward? Because we have, I mean, we have a ton of, you know, dual eligible guys at midfield and forward. And it's like, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of stacking one side here. Um, granted, you're probably still spending down. Are you still looking at a guy like Tavernier in, in tournaments just because he's 4,500? Um, yeah, because I think he has enough upside. Um, you, you do want some upside. So the Bournemouth forwards, I'm looking at too. Kiefer Moore, Solanke for sure. But I do think Tavernier, uh, he's got assist upside. And he, you know, depending on the formation, he was playing pretty attacking in some of the recent matches. So he might have more upside than people think. Does he have more or less upside than James to very <laughs> honestly, like probably less. I mean, James <laughs> is taking pens, you know, and taking all the free kicks. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think uh, Tavernier, yeah, he's, he's underpriced in this spot, even for tournaments. So I'll, I'll have some in tournaments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you look at the odds and like Wolverhampton favored uh, over 30% clean sheet odds. Like, I think those clean sheet odds maybe were better than any other team on yesterday's slate, almost. Yep, they would have been. So, I I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, there's obviously a lot of public hate toward Bournemouth after just getting smoked by three straight yep. teams. But still worried about the, the manager situation. But I, I, I don't know. It's just something where it's like, Bournemouth are not just going to like give up on the rest of the season right. and lose like, every game going forward. They're, they're definitely not as bad as, as the public perception right now that, mm -hmm. yeah, they just played a nightmare three games. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So defender, TAA seven point six k. We're we're plugging him in in cash games, right? I mean, he's, I am. He's down in yeah. price. I know it's against Newcastle, whatever. But 
Newcastle are banged up. Even if they weren't banged up, he's Even still 7.6K. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a little too cheap. Yeah. Liverpool are going to have most of the possession, create a bunch of chances, and have set pieces. It's a pretty good spot, no matter what lineup Newcastle rolls out. Uh, so, yeah, definitely want Alexander-Arnold. Just because, you know, at least for me, and I know for, yeah, uh, th- there was there was a consideration. Like, you know, you could save some money and play Robertson instead. I mean, for me, clearly not anymore with Robertson getting subbed. And it's not just that. It's that TAA is just better anyways, like considerably better from a like a point fantasy point per minute. From a fantasy perspective. Yeah, from a fantasy perspective. Robertson is a great, great real life player. We've all seen the highlights of TAA trying to defend, okay? Right. My take. So my take here is if Simicast starts – I want to use him. If Robertson starts, I don't want to use him. So Robertson, if he starts, we've we've been seeing him getting subbed off pretty frequently every match just about. Uh, if Simicast starts, I don't think he's going to be subbed off because I think it's I'm a situation yeah, where Robertson is just going to be completely arrested. So I'm with you. Not to mention, I think Simicast actually crosses more than Robertson anyway. So Yep, I think Simicast is a little bit more fantasy friendly. And I think he would probably play 90. So I'm with you. <clears throat> so if Simicast doesn't start, we still have a second defender to find here. We have, there's not, I don't think, there's not really much. I guess what we mentioned earlier was, you know, spending down on your second defender. Is it the worst idea? Like we have Trippier at Liverpool, Luca Dina at yeah. Arsenal. Um, Cancelo is Cancelo. I got to be honest, like, yeah, for me, it's Cancelo or nothing. It's Cancelo or all the way down. Like, if you're stacking City in tournaments, I would want to have some Cancelo. You don't have to, but it's a nice price tag. So, yeah, for me, it's it's him or go all the way down. Or maybe, you know, if you can afford it you in cash, cash now, you could play one of those City center backs. They're, they're cheap enough. Are we at a point where... We're not even considering Cancelo for cash games. I wouldn't say that. No, not like just because of his upside. No, like okay, right. But no, like if you didn't play Holland, that would be then he could be in consideration. Like if he's another city piece, it's just more city exposure. And like not if not if he was you know sixty five hundred like last year maybe, but. It's a pretty good price. So I don't know. What if instead of playing Holland, you played Foden, Bernardo Silva, and Cancelo? I think that's fine. Yeah, I think if it was the first match of the season, and Man City were home against Nottingham Forest, Cancelo would be like 7K. But he's had a slow start yeah, to the season. Like right. He hasn't made the score sheet. He's 5,400. And, if, and so. if it was the first match of the season and he was 5,400, he'd, he'd be, be pretty popular. Right. So. Right. So, so yeah, he, that, that tells you that tells you something. He's definitely, I guess, he's a consideration for cast games, but he also may not be as popular as you expect in GPPs, just because just because of what he's done. People are going to look at that, right? Like, no, okay, I, even I though agree. City are scoring goals, he's not really doing anything. So. Yeah, I agree. I think I think he's fine in, in GPPs too. And if 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 somehow, anyway, it's probably it might be irrelevant, but if somehow you ended with can Can cancelo at 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 util 
at flex in cash games. That could be okay too, depending if there's a, an okay punt uh, defender that you like. Would you want Cancelo or like Raul Jimenez? Yeah, honestly, probably Cancelo. Yeah, Cancelo for cash. Yeah, definitely. Tournaments, you'd want Jimenez. Yeah, probably. I mean, again, it might depend on the rest of your lineup, but yeah, I mean, Jimenez is, I think, a better tournament play. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you go down and it's it's either those th- there's two Liverpool guys, Cancelo, or like a, a Man City center I guess back. You, yeah, you know, I okay, so I do like Jimenez and, and that price tag, but like why I was hesitant on him, you know, I, when we were talking about him at the start is it just it seems like he's not so much the main man as he used to be like it it doesn't shock you it's not going to shock you if he gets subbed and you know he used to go 90 every time and like you know they just signed Sasa Kaladzic I doubt I doubt he'll be on the bench but I don't know if it's quite the same Raul Jimenez I do like the price tag and the matchup though I still think he's pretty at least when he's on the field like he's still a, a focal point yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just, yeah, it's, I think his range of outcomes is wide, obviously, which is why mm-hmm. I like for cash. It's, yeah, it's, it's the thing with the Wolves is like whenever it seems like in the past couple of years, whenever Jimenez hasn't been there, they've just struggled scoring. I mean, granted, they've also struggled scoring when he's been playing lately. Uh, yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, question Javier's question. Uh, yeah, we touched on Nunez uh, briefly. I think you can play him in cash or tournaments. Yeah. You mentioned that he took some sets. Yeah. And he, he does have uh, enough upside. He's got, I've seen him get in the box a couple of times. He actually should have scored uh, maybe on his debut. I think it was on his debut. Yeah. The um, debut. But so yeah, he he's, he's okay in, in any format. Would you like his upside more than Matinho's? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, John Stone's thirty four hundred, Ruben Diaz thirty three hundred. Uh, like if you're not spending up at two, both your defender spots, those guys are too cheap uh, for what sixty percent clean sheet chance. So, yeah, I mean it just yeah definitely. Um, I would think I would say that like oh Ruben Diaz, you know, getting subbed in the sixtieth minute, two out of four matches like gave me pause is all I would say. If I would have clicked on Ruben Diaz and saw 90 all four matches, I'd probably just jam him in in cash. I mean, you still probably can, but City have signed like other guys now. I don't know. You got you got a take on that? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think Ake is going to be back for this one. Uh, I don't know if they even have another center back here because uh, they, okay. used, they used Kyle Walker. I think they started him at center back in their cut match. or Sergio or- Gomez? Uh, he's more of a fullback. Yeah, he's more of a fullback. So okay. I think they started Kyle Walker at center back, like in that Barcelona friendly last week. Uh, um, I, I mean, I think it's going to be like an 18 year old. Um, yeah, like no, Wilson yeah brand might be a center back. I see. Yeah. Maybe this. Yeah. Anyways, the they're too cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, they're, they're good cash plays. Definitely. Right. You got Van Dyke at 4k. Uh, it's yeah. Like, why, would, yeah. Why this is better down? than that. So. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the move. Uh, like, do you, do yeah. you want to mention any other defender here? Um, sure, I'll mention one for tournaments. Um, 
Same price. Same price as those city guys. Better chance at an assist. Uh, Zamora for Bournemouth. Not a good play. Like not a not like anything special. Just if if you're playing some Bournemouth, if you if you're playing Solanke or Kiefer Moore, there's a decent chance that he could assist to them. That's all. So you know, it's a it's a tournament play. Yeah, it's the same. All I mean, these Bournemouth guys are probably at minimum a few hundred underpriced just because of the matchups. So, I mean, sorry, just because of the recent games. Right, exactly. Yeah, like he's a 4K player, this guy. Right. So, yeah, so that is probably it. We got a question, Isak, to start for Newcastle. Probably not. Um, he's been training a couple times, and Eddie Howe said yesterday that he still didn't know if he was going to be eligible to play. Mm. 5600 anyway is too expensive at Liverpool. Um, he's probably, if he starts, he's going to play 60, 70 minutes, if that. So I don't see a reason to use him. But you got a thought on Isak? Um, yeah, he wouldn't be in my lineups. I'm no. just, with with five games to choose from, uh, I'm not looking for anybody away no. to Liverpool. No. You, you can get some... You know, on, an, on another slate maybe, but you'll be able to get low-owned guys in better spots. Like quite a few low-owned guys in better spots. Um, Jimenez, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, he no Jimenez won't be low. I won't. I don't think he, he won't be low-owned. But right, right. Uh, well, not. Sorry. He's definitely in a better spot. Mm-hmm. All right. So goalkeeper, we're at. Let me refresh this page. See if the. Oh, uh... sorry. When we were on the defender, just because it's stuck in my head, oh, yeah, go ahead. I wanted to just just about Cucurella yesterday. You know, we questions in here about evaluating slates. And I mean, that's one thing that I thought was relatively simple. Like Chelsea start a 4-3-3 like that. Cucurella is 6,800. And not only that, but Ziyech is in there. So like there's a real chance that he's not going to take any set pieces. My mind and was like, blown that he was 40%. In the- it's <laughs> mind-blowing, honestly. Like it's mind-blowing. Like put it this way. Would you pay sixty eight hundred for Aspiliqueta in a four three three? Now I know it's not the same thing, but uh, even say Aspiliqueta was going to split sets, would you pay sixty eight hundred for him? I, the formation is a big deal because, like, those the, what those Chelsea guys do, like, you know, it changes his open play upside a ton if he's playing on the wing or or in a back four. So, like, if Ziyech wouldn't have started. And then, you know, you were sure Cucurella would take those left-footed sets because he's the only left-footed player in there. Then you play him in cash. But, like, there was two, three big things going against him, the formation, the price, and Ziyech. So then, like, yeah, it's, it's you can figure that one out. You just get off of him. To jump off that, I will say rotowire.com slash Discord. If for some reason you were on Cucurella yesterday – Going to our Discord, we talk about this stuff. Ryan came on and said none of these uh, Chelsea guys are must in cash anymore because I'll, of the I'll formation. Try, yeah, I'll try to get in there a little bit more often. I didn't say too many helpful things yesterday, but yeah, I, you still. I mean, right? You still, the said. Chelsea. You know, the, the Chelsea. Uh, that was the like the most important matchup of the slate. So I just you know gave some quick thoughts. Yeah, I I, I also look back at last season and I pretty much said Cucurella probably not going to be taking set pieces. Um, it it yep. was pretty clear to me. Like it was right. pretty clear and to like, you. But 
you know, it's a, it's on looking back at it now, again, these things are easy to say in hindsight sight when you see what's happened, but that's a, it's a, it's a huge edge when you can fade an expensive defender who's not a good play and who's going to be owned. So like all of that stuff, when you can fade a, like, yeah, a defender that's going to carry ownership for 6,800, that's big. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Goalkeeper. So we got Ederson at 6K. I, I know Jordan would say, I can hear him, you know, Ederson is underpriced. He should be 7K. Clean sheet odds are near 60%. But do you have enough money for Ederson at 6K? Yeah. I mean, well, you definitely don't if you're playing Holland, like or Holland in KDB. So, like, again, it's one of those things that depends on that. If, you know, you might not anyways, to be honest, you might just not. But if, you, if you're not playing Holland, it's not the worst idea to use that money for for a free, you know, winning clean sheet. Not it necessarily, to, but good chance. Yeah, sorry. It makes sense to go in your second defender spot, use Diaz, use Stones, and yes. then use Ederson. Like, that's, I think that's the move right there. I mean, that's definitely. Like, if you get that 13 extra points on people who don't do that, yeah, that's that that's huge for for cash. And then you know Taiwo Awonyi will score in stoppage <laughs> time of a of a four nil game kind of a thing. But besides that happening, uh, yeah, you can get those thirteen points. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't see them scoring either. But they're at least they're more dangerous than Bournemouth. They looked okay with uh, Gibbs White and and Dennis now at least. But yeah, you know, I know I don't. I don't see them boring either, but right. Uh, otherwise, I mean, why why would you go with Alisson when you can go Ederson? Why would you go? I guess Ramsdale's four hundred cheaper, but still, rather go Ederson in the spot. Yeah, almost twenty percent yeah. clean sheet odds better. So it's like, why go with those guys? I mean, in tournaments, tournaments, Allison and and Ramsdale definitely sure. Not only because they're less popular, but they have higher ceilings as well because. You know, they can get four or five saves if certain cer- certain things happen. Yuris, Jose Sa, are you – so if you're not on – I like Fabianski right? to cut Fabianski. to the chase. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, you know, these cheaper guys are fine. Sure, I, I'm just not the guy who does that. I said last time that, you know, Travers or the Forest guy – they could and should, you know, get a bunch of saves, but they can also score neg six, neg eight pretty easily. And, you know, a Fabianski, you know, though it's unlikely, a West Ham win clean sheet, I can see that. You can see that totally. I mean, West Ham haven't been playing well. Tottenham have been playing okay, but just, I don't know. That, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I went back. Uh, Bournemouth had four a four point one five chance to win at Liverpool and Nottingham Forest are at three point one one percent chance to win at Manchester City. Just a comparison. There you here. go. There you go. Yeah. And you know, just so the other little reasons why like I just you know again this is goalkeeper, but why I choose a guy like Fabianski. Um Kane and Son take shots from outside the box um that don't go in and result in saves quite a bit so just like little stuff like that and then also you know it's probably just going to make sense for tournaments because you're probably not going to have Kane or Son so you know yeah it just lines up for me yeah Fabianski first goalkeeper well 
the only goalkeeper First. in my original lineup for me. So I agree. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I mean, I think that like you have all these guys down here, you have the, like, do you think Martinez, do you think Pope, do you think Henderson are going to actually get clean sheets? Probably not. I think Fabianski has a chance to get a clean sheet playing at home. West Ham have actually been more defensive right. than they shown at times last season. So. And I mean, yeah, I've watched, I, I might've, I think I've watched all the Spurs games and I don't know, man, for the most part, it's the same old Spurs. They're, they're up and down. Yeah. Some, sometimes they're like, you know, on the back foot and getting dominated for long periods against lesser teams. And then, you know, other times they, they look decent. So this is, it's not going to shock me at all. If this is one, nothing either way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, to your point about uh, Tottenham getting a ton of shots on target, uh, you scroll down to our cheat sheet, team conceded stats, Tottenham uh, forced 3.75 saves per match, which is, you know, up there with, with most teams there. So uh, definitely a stat that confirms what we've been talking about. So there you go. That's goalkeeper. Do we have anything else? So I guess before we go, do you want to go with the six Man City, Man City guys? Do you want to go with the six Liverpool guys? What is your first move in tournaments for this one? Um, I mean, I'd be more likely to go with the city stacks, some some different types of city stacks. Um, you know, it's hard to say specifically what to do until I see lineups, but yeah, look for, look for some low on goals somewhere, but I'll give, I'll give something specific. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to recommend this, but maybe one or two of you out there, if, if you play multiple lineups and if you, you know, don't mind, you can, can afford to lose. Don't mind, don't mind gambling um, because I'm going to do it. And I'm I'm gonna lessen my edge just slightly now, but uh, give me some Julian Alvarez if he doesn't start. And uh, you could maybe even play him with Holland. You could play him with anyone, to be honest. A hat trick, a Holland first half hat trick. Alvarez comes on and scores two in the second at two percent, one percent ownership. Um, again, not like a recommendation, but I'm gonna do it. Um, so. I don't know if I want to say great minds think alike, but uh, AJ Scholes wrote our D, uh, D, uh, DraftKings article for today's slate. I threw on a note of his Alvarez. I said, even if he doesn't start, he could be set for around 30 minutes again, which could be enough to take chance on tournaments. So Yeah, you know, you'd like it <laughs> for, for this move. I don't want to talk about it too much. We, we talked about it on that other pod. You'd like him to be a little bit cheaper, but it is in play. I believe it. It is in play. This is basically the the England. See, this is like the England situation. You, you also you, you need to look for other stuff. With you know, you would you 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 want Grealish to be out. Like you, you don't want there to be a lot of attacking options on the bench. Like you, if you ever play a sub like this, first and foremost, you want to be sure that they're going to come on. I mean, you want to be sure that they're going to come on. So like. Um, yeah, anyways, I think it's like 100 percent chance. That's, that's enough about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm going to do is probably have a lot of city stacks, different types of city stacks with some some lower own goal scores or just some cheap goal scores. I mean, I don't know, 
yeah, that, that, that's what I'm leaning towards at the moment. Uh, I do like Arsenal, though, too, uh, just because I think they're going to be, yeah, less not popular, like we said. And I don't know. I think they have a little bit more upside uh, than people think. I think this Arsenal team is, I mean, this Arsenal team is going to the top. They're, they're already on their way there. I mean, they're already there. Um, but, I mean, they're going to continue to get better. And it's not going to be too long before they're challenging for big things. That, that's what I think. I agree. I think the Fulham match where, you know, they, they barely they got that win late, kind of threw some people off the scent, including me. Uh, you yeah, know, they're going to struggle. They're going to, you know, it'll be up and down. You know, they have young players. You know, it's mm-hmm. not. It, yeah, there'll be ups and downs. But this team is on an upward to trajectory. I still want to just look at that lineup beforehand, just see what see what they're doing. We'll see if Tomiyasu starts kind of a thing. We'll see what happens with the front four, uh, what happens in that defensive midfield position, just things to watch out for. But I think that's all we got. We uh, It's a big slate, a lot of teams to talk about, a lot of fairs to talk about. Ryan, as usual, thanks for joining me. And, hey, it's already Wednesday. We're going to be back in two days to discuss – Saturday slate. I think it's a six game slate. So that'll be another uh, interesting slate to talk about. But Ryan, thanks for joining me. And before we go, rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 10 day trial. You can get the cheat sheet that we've been using on YouTube and Twitter. Ryan, thanks for joining me and good luck to everyone. Thanks, Adam.